0: Welcome back to Sack Speaks Podcast. This week's podcast is about the school musical The Wedding Singer. The musical was performed in the Firkin Crane over three nights, the 19th, 20th and the 21st of January. Set in 1985, Anna Cudden plays a nice guy with a broken heart who's stuck in one of the most romantic jobs in the world, a wedding singer. He loses all hope when he's abandoned at the altar by his fiance. He meets a young woman named Julia, Eva Kremen, who enlists his help to plan her wedding. He falls in love with her... Be- and must win her over before she gets married. This musical is fun of fun, dancing and singing and was enjoyed by all. I'm here doing now with Kate Manley, who was um in charge of the social media team and she was also in the musical herself. So hi Kate. Hi. Okay, so I've got a few questions to ask you. Yeah. So um what was like involved in running the Instagram and TikTok page? Um so I was working with Kate Johnson and we had to like schedule an Instagram post, be creative, but like our TikTok ideas um to like engage people so that they'd buy tickets. Um yeah, just being, like, creative mm-hmm. and, like, having fun and stuff was very good. Yeah, did you find it, like, fun? Yeah, it was very you? good. I loved it. Yeah, that. and did you find it hard to sell out tickets, or was it...? Yeah, like, for Thursday night, it was hard, because Thursday a bit of an odd night for people, but Friday and Saturday just kind of sold naturally, like, it was... They kind of sold anyway with the show and stuff. Yeah, and you did a raffle as well. Yeah, we did a raffle. Um, so just, like, promoting that and making sure people buy tickets and know prices and, like, when they're on sale and where they're on sale in the school and stuff, it's just... Getting all that out people. Yeah, and did you yeah. find it hard to get prizes for people to sponsor? Or yeah, like, we had our own sponsorship team, but, like, they kind of needed help because they didn't really know what people wanted. So yeah. I got onto Final Bend and we got um, prizes off them. Oh, really? Yeah, um, nice. And Kate, she got pr- prizes from her mum's business. So, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, just, like, helping them out and then, like, showing them on the Instagram stories that people would, like, buy rap tickets on the night of the show. Yeah. Yeah. And um, did you find it like hard being in charge of that and also being in the music colouring all the dances as well? Or did you take it in your stride? Yeah, like it was it was good because for the social media bit like show um people like our rehearsals and stuff, so like I was there so it was fine, like yeah. I I could do it, like I could show um us in rehearsal and our practicing our dances and stuff. But some bits were hard and we had to like spend lots of time like making the posters and the programme, that took yeah. a lot. Um the both went out really well. I think yeah, yeah. Yeah. So those like took a bit to like finalise and then Freck and Crane like were very particular what they wanted like in the um on the posters and stuff, so we had to like work with them and it was yeah, it yeah. was good. Yeah, it's good. So overall would you recommend? Oh hundred percent, it was so much fun. Yeah. Loved it.
1: Okay, <laughs> Thanks for talking to Thanks. us. <laughs> Thank you, bye. Hi, my name is Kate and I'm here today with the fabulous co-producer of the musical, Miss Maher. So Miss Maher, it is nearly a year ago since the auditions for the musical, The Wedding Singer, were held. Could you tell me about the process of choosing the musical for 2023 and why the auditions were no longer restricted for Just two wise
2: Yeah, so essentially when myself and Miss Godfrey came together, we said we were actually thinking of a different show originally and we auditioned everybody and every time we were auditioning someone we had oh they would be good for that part and they'd be good for that part um so we recorded all the auditions and thank god we did because when June came around and we were like okay we need to get the rights for the show we didn't get the rights for the show we originally picked um so it was a bit of a scramble trying to, to pick a new one um and even though we were really gutted to lose the first one i actually think the Wedding Singer worked out better than we thought it would it actually ended up being I think better than what the other show would have been um so no it was really good that way and thankfully we did do the auditions in May because it would have been a lot of trouble time wise doing them in September um so no that worked out really really well and then like opening the school up um like look yeah it was all TY beforehand and then after Covid we kind of said look let's open it up um we're used to doing Oscar because we've never done TY only ourselves when we were in school. Yeah. So. When we opened up, it's just an opportunity to meet new people and give people a chance to not just do one show, but maybe do four or five or six in your yeah. school. And especially if you're not a sports person, um you know people who play sports get to go to a match every week or every two weeks. um So why close off the opportunity to be able to do a show every yeah. year um, when the opportunity is there? Because as long as long as you're willing to commit, then what's the issue? So yeah, that was okay. kind of my thought behind it.
1: And, of course, there was amazing talent from everyone who do- who auditioned. Was it difficult to choose the principals?
2: Totally. Um, so after we'd picked The Wedding Singer and we went back and did the callbacks, even making the callbacks was really, really difficult. because um, So many people auditioned. I think we had like 70 people audition, and we would try and knuckle down that list. And then a few people were like, oh, I actually don't want a principal. I'm happy to just do ensemble. And that was all fine. Um, but we made the callback list and we were auditioning people again. Some people really came out with the woodwork in the callbacks and changed our minds, actually. Um, and we actually disagreed on one or two people originally. We had to, we, we kind of talked between ourselves and actually came to a, a decision then. Um, but there was a few people that we were like, wow, their callback was so good. We can't not give them a part. Yeah. Like, they were just unreal. Um, and they ended up being wonderful on the night. So yeah, yeah. no complaints.
1: And rehearsals began at the end of September then. So what were your initial thoughts? Like, were you stressed with everything that you had to do?
2: Um, I don't think so, to be fair. Like, I think myself and Miss Garfield are pretty organised between the two of us. And we're good pals as well. And I think that probably really, really worked to our favour yeah. that we get on so well. Um, and we're very organised that way. But we're both used to doing shows. And I'm, yeah. like, I'm used to doing this side of it too. So I think, and she is the same. So I think between the two of us, we're actually pretty okay about it now as time went on that's probably a different yeah. story um especially like you know i think we had a few weeks in october november where like ty's were out or you know something was on like that and they're yeah. like oh we've lost rehearsal okay um and time got a little bit tight but once december hit and the sundays hit it actually started to come together very quickly yeah then so it kind of was a, a relief then by the end and pulling you out of the extra classes every now and again did work to our advantage so you know it all worked out in the end but at the beginning it was fine but as time went on, ooh. But oh, no, it was fine. We actually got there in the end.
1: Okay, and then Wednesday rehearsals went on for a couple of weeks, as you said, um, and then the Sunday rehearsals uh, were introduced. Do you think that our motivation was significantly decreased on Sundays with the long hours?
2: No, actually, you were really good. I must say, because um, like ten to two and two to five are really really long. Yeah. Um, but no, I think everyone could have the same goal. Like I don't think anyone in the in the cast or in the ensemble we're kind of like oh I don't want to be rehearsed today like usually when everyone was in it was like okay I actually just have to get this done yeah. today and that mindset is unbelievable in a school production you don't really get that yeah. a lot so no I think we got really really lucky with the group that we had that we didn't have that issue at all really to be yeah. honest
1: <laughs> thank god um so I think the week of the show was the highlight for most people uh when we were at the firkin crane and you saw the play finally come together how did you feel
2: um really proud that sounds like like a proud mom but um watching when all the lights and the tech was turned on and myself and miss godfrey just got to watch it um we were kind of like oh my god it actually is really really good like we like we thought it would be good but i don't think we expected it to be as good as it was yeah because like usually when you go to see a school show in any school it's kind of like at the school show and the school shows have their own standards yeah but i was just kind of like no like this is really really good yeah (laughs) um so no it was definitely a proud moment for both of us we were kind of like high-fiving under the table like, this is really good look what we did and look what they've done um so no pride very proud
1: and was there any challenges that you faced when we were in the theatre
2: um oh yeah definitely like I think the spacing um that big set was the bane of my life as you know all too well um that was a bit of a head wreck and I think as well you know Dave excuse me and Miss Dolan did an unbelievable job with the big sets and getting them done so so quickly yeah they were amazing um but the logistics of them getting them on and off stage did take a lot um and took a long long time and the stage team are the people to thank for that because they did an unbelievable job that was kind of the big one the other one then is probably just the lighting and tech coming together and just that positioning and working through the script for the sound and the tracks and stuff like that um and timing that right but no Shane and Tim were unbelievable like we got really lucky with the crew that we had both on stage and backstage and the tech so no it actually all worked out but there were those kind of few things that we did have to overcome.
1: Okay and so before we talk about the nights of the shows uh, I want to talk to you about your highlights so for you what was your biggest highlight between the first day of rehearsal and the very last day? Ooh.
2: Um, dress rehearsal definitely probably is one. That dress rehearsal, the first one we watched, we're all getting together. Um and I think after the first show when you all got off stage and you could just see the buzz that was yes. happening my and it was like a rave behind the curtain. Yeah. Um everyone was just on such a high. It just because even for you, e, you know, like it's all well and good to have the two of us in front of you for four months and tell you you're great and everything, but to actually get the affirmation from a big group of people. Yeah. Is like there's nothing like it really Do yeah. you know what I mean um, so to ha- to see you have that was like really good for us and really big for us because um, we were so proud but we wanted everyone else to see like all the hard work you put in and the reviews and everything that came from teachers and staff and everything like you, you can't beat that you know yeah so, no, that was kind of the, the big thing
1: um, and of course the actors were amazing and um, each person had performed their character with perfection but was there any person for you that stood out in particular
2: Um for me it would probably be it'd be hard to pick one. I'd probably have to pick two. (laughs) Okay. Um Anna couldn't definitely. For Um, sure, yeah. Anna couldn't definitely. Like to I remember doing my school muscle in sixth year and it is not easy to do. And when you're the only sixth year as well, um a lot of people would be put off by that and she wasn't at all. Um and you know, the timing of the show like most most school shows happen before Christmas you know they happen the last week in November or yeah. early December they don't happen in January February um so to not have a problem overcoming that and being like no I'll still do it like I'll I'll work it on and every day she was in rehearsal so she was yeah she the was books yeah. with her too you yeah know? so for her downtime very few as it was um so I think Anna definitely deserves a big shout and vocally sure she's amazing like, she was yeah she is a standout vocally, Like, she's incredible. Uh, and then the second person would have to be Eva Moroni. Yes. Um, because, like, Eva is so lovely. Like, she's such a nice person. And then she's playing that slimy character. Yeah. And she embodied it so well. Like, yeah. In a way that she maybe shouldn't have been able to do. But she somehow was able to do it. Um, and just nothing phases Eva. Like, and with the dancing and everything, I had no idea she was such a good dancer. Until yeah. she did her dance solo that day. Um, the first day we did all about the green. So... No, they were definitely probably the two for me. Couldn't def- couldn't definitely couldn't pick one. Definitely <laughs> two. Yeah, sorry, Kate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the choreographers Lucy and Alice—they choreographed really good dances. But oh, yeah. do you have a favorite dance?
2: Oh, see, I know yours is always all about the green, ensemble wise, yeah. for the most part. Um, I actually do really, really like starting Night in the City*. Um, okay. Maybe because I'm not the biggest lover of the song It's All About the Green. Um, although I think it looked so good on yeah. stage with the lights and everything. It came together really, really, well. But as a dance and something to walk around to, I actually really like Saturday Night in the City. Probably my favourite ones. And just all the scenes happening in between.
1: Yeah, it was a very long dance.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so the night of the show came quite quickly. Mm. Most of us were really nervous, but your vocal warm-ups really calmed us down. Uh, do you use those vocal warm-ups regularly? Um yeah
2: um as weird as they are um totally no 100% um I teach a lot of choirs and I've done a lot of shows in my time both on stage and musical director and stuff and I sing all the time too I gig a lot so I do them a lot um live and breathe them really um but they have to be done like yeah you kind of need it even if like that if you are a little bit nervous it kind of just gets your mind off it for a few minutes and then you can jump back to the nerves again but um no I think every vocalist would say you have to warm up before you go on stage so no it has to be, no,
1: has to be. they were very interesting warm-ups and <laughs> um, so at the end of the first show everyone was so relieved um but what did you think of the first show do you think the hard work paid off in the end
2: totally yeah absolutely um the first show was really really good and like usually first shows aren't great you know because that it's that yeah. first time you're just settling in and having an actual crowd in front of you for the first time and you had done dress rehearsals so much that it probably felt like finally we have someone in front of us not just the <laughs> two of them um but no it, it was so so good and I know like a few people were a little bit nervous and they made the odds to appear there but you wouldn't even know that yeah you know? only we would know that um no you did an unbelievable first show and somehow it even got better after that on the second and third yeah. nights like they were unbelievable um but no the first night was unbelievable as well
1: Class. um and people backstage they had an awful lot of responsibility like you said with the huge props and um, do you think they handled it well
2: incredibly well um yeah. and to show that level of maturity as that when you're in fourth or fifth year is not easy um like myself and Miss Garf, we were back there but we didn't run backstage like yeah at all um like i was attached to a headset for the whole show um i was absolutely no help to the girls until the big sets had to come out um and miss godfrey was just helping and organizing back there like holly laura and hazel organized that to a t and it was yeah, all them did. and emma and kira and blogging and everyone else in the team back there um so no they did an unbelievable job and they coped with all the last minute bits so well and all the little props yeah. so well no they did an unbelievable job
1: okay but finally awesome. do you th- uh, do you have a favorite quote from the musical
2: this is such a hard question um okay so it's probably not a quote and I thought of it there a second ago. Um my favourite song in the show would have to be by far If I told you, um the duet yes. between Anna and Aoife. Um So my favourite quote, it, w- it would be the lyric in the song. Um so it would be if I wonder Is there something hidden in this in this stare? No, I couldn't be more wrong. I love that part. Yes. When it all comes together and you finally realise, yes, they're in love, go for it. Um yeah, I like that big study moment, so I picked that one as my favourite course.
1: Well, thank you so much, Miss Maher, for all of your hard work, and it has been a highlight for the year for many people. So, thank you so much.
2: Thank you, Kate. Thanks so much.
0: There's
1: a big, shiny future you've been dying to buy. Better start power luncheon in your power tie. Can't wait for fate to somehow intervene If you wanna be somebody It's all about the green Sure, it's a little more complicated It's all about the green
2: Some may say you're headed down a crooked trail But if you sell your soul, at least you've made a sale You could end world hunger or create a vaccine But if you wanna be somebody it's all about the green. Wanna be
1: somebody? It's all about the green. Wanna be somebody? It's all about the big bucks, fat checks, midnight flights to LAS, slush funds, high fives, trading stocks
2: and trading YC.